Check out Michigan. I can make it bounce. <laughs> everybody and welcome to the fake ass radio show on soundcloud now in stereo that's right i'm doing this one in stereo tonight this show is brought to you by chef scavellini's buffalo chicken dip 16 ounces of philly cream cheese two cups of mixed cheese one cup of ranch one cup of frank red hot shit and then throw in one, maybe two small chopped char-grilled chicken breasts. Mix, melt, marvel. And Chef Scavellini's excellence today. <laughs> Frank's red hot. <laughs> I can't say that shit. Coming up in the hour, music from Cypress Hill, block party, and a few surprises. But first, I'd like to introduce my co-host, the Milo to my Otis, the Wonder Woman to my Superman, the one, the only, Gloria. Hey, how's it going? Hey now. <laughs> Chef Scavellini. How are you? <laughs> That's me. I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing great. We got a little clash going on tonight. I like it. Little, I like it. A little yeah. clash action. On the, fake, on the fake ash radio show. We're dancing Clash over here. Clash action. <laughs> <laughs> getting our shit going on. So. You know what? Before I get into your week, I want to introduce our special guest tonight. That's right. We've got another one. We do. They're flooding in to be on our show. All right. Just flooded in. The door just, it, it just, it, it's just flying they just keep open. just coming. Right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we have a very talented artist tonight. Now I say I should say artiste uh, because we're going to be talking about some painting and things of that nature tonight. Although he is a musician as well. Okay, uh, from also from Clarkston, he's also glows better half. All right, mm-hmm. I give to you Steve Zerwis, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. All right. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for coming it, out. It's so great to be here. It's it wonderful is. to have you. Yeah, it's awesome. It's <laughs> so cool how this whole thing uh, works and seeing you guys do what you do. We're putting it together, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah you guys are making it happen. Up and popping. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> um, I know nothing about art. All right. Uh, you and Gloria are the, the art people. Uh, tell us a bit about some of the art that you're involved with. Um, I'm going to use this joke again. Paint a picture <laughs> for the <laughs> listeners at home. If you can, uh, paint a picture for Of us. some of the stuff that you do. So, okay. So what I do is uh, I paint. Use I, I use acrylic paint, and I paint portraits of uh, famous 
dead people. All right. And I know it sounds weird, but um, my my business is called uh, Resurrected in Paint, R.I.P. And my two passions are painting and history. And I have found a way to combine the two. And so what I do is paint a picture of someone of significance and then I go to their cemetery and uh, get a uh, rubbing or an etching of their headstone. And what that is, is putting a parchment paper over the headstone and then getting a charcoal rubbing of it. Um, I guess the best way I could describe it is uh, taking a, a penny and putting a piece of paper over it and then taking a pencil like you used to do it's in like, school. Right. It's like what Indiana Jones did in in The Last Crusade, <laughs> where he's got to get the fucking scroll. The, 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 the other half of the tablet. Yeah, yeah, the other half of the tablet. Yeah, all right? you got it. So, you got it. You Indiana got it. Jones. I right. do that. That's Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to nice. sum it up, Steve is yes. Indiana Jones. <laughs> but in ancient Egyptian, too, you know, like caves, I'm doing it in cemeteries across okay. country. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> and so, so I do anything. Uh, people of significance. I mean, I got hundreds of them. All uh, right. From you know, like Samuel Adams to Paul Revere to um, kings and um, any anyone, anyone, even grandfathers. You know, yes, tons of people. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That's cool. And then you have the uh, you have the art background as well. You you started very young. You drew, and then you got into high school, and you took the elective classes in art, and then you went to college and got some schooling in uh, after high school as you well. You got it. All yeah. right. Yep, yep. Yep. Ever since I was a kid, you know, like I would always. I didn't. I didn't know art was my passion, but you know, all throughout school, it was just something I just kind of continued to pursue. Ex- right. Exactly. Right. Like. Hey, I, 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 I took art as the elective because it was an easy class. But I mean, maybe it was an easy class because I was into it. Right. Of and, course. You know, yeah. like, yeah. and it just evolved from there. Right. And eventually I went to college for business, but I always, um, you know, continued art as a passion. Gotcha. And, uh, just kept it going. That was the one you always fell back on. You got so it. So you, uh, over that time going to school, you 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 practice your style, sharpened your skills, all that good stuff. Sure. You you traveled around after high school, but you eventually you ended up in Oregon. Yeah. And that's when you got the idea of doing the the idea of getting the rubbings. Yes, yes. I was living in Oregon at the moment. And uh, we actually went up to Seattle for a uh, bachelor party. Okay. And um, and that's that's where this whole thing evolved. Um, I, I I've been playing guitar ever since I was a little kid, and Jimi Hendrix was always an influence of mine. And I knew Jimi Hendrix was buried in the Seattle area, and we were in the Seattle area for a bachelor party. Right. So. Um, we had a couple days to spare, so I was like, let's grab a case of beer and our guitars and let's go out to the headstone and uh, jam out. And let's, yeah, pay our respects. And uh, when I got out there, there was a couple out there doing a headstone rubbing. 
And when I got out there, I asked them what they were doing and they're like, we, we have the, we're doing a headstone rubbing. We have this parchment paper and this rubbing and we have extra paper. Do you want one? I was like, I would love one. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> you know, it is amazing. Like, what are you, this is, I, I, I was totally all about amazed. it. Yeah. It a very interesting souvenir. It, it, the most amazing souvenir. Right. It was actually something from the final resting place. Right. This larger than life person that I looked cool. up yeah. to since right. I was a little Very kid. Cool. Yeah. So uh, they, I, I, I got to do it, you know, and uh, eventually I took it home and I framed it really nice and put it on the wall. And people would come over and they're like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh man, it's the headstone rubbing of Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> this is amazing. Greatest yeah, guitar yeah. player ever." Fuck yeah. Right. And, um, and, and like, just, just like today, it was like a, like I was sitting at home on a rainy day, uh, you know, chilling on the couch. And I was like, man, I, sh- I should do something with that. And, uh, that's where this whole concept came from, where like I took the headstone rubbing and made a frame and, did a painting of Jimi Hendrix and incorporated the headstone rubbing into the painting. So you have a, the headstone rubbing and the painting. So it's kind of like a little bit of a, like a memorial. A sort of commemorative It's awesome. Portrait. It's so cool. What yeah. Right. Does. And it you really do it up. Is. You put it up in the frame. You yeah. enclose the rubbing in, in, the, in a nice pane of glass. Yep. And yep. it is super decked out and professional. And you're and the way that you paint these people is so true to life. The way that some of these uh, some of these paintings come out. Thank you. They're so, amazing. They yeah. are phenomenal. Beautiful, I'm going to post yeah. some of these uh, some of the pictures of some of the stuff you've done on our Facebook page. Then I've All tried right. color, you know, but uh, black and white just seems uh, appropriate for. You know, the deceased and uh, using charcoal with the white paper for the headstone, you know, it's a good contrast. Right. For, yeah. So all it my is. paintings are mostly black and white. So and it's taken you all over, all yeah. over, all over the country. Yeah. You've been at where have you been? Where uh, you, you? I mean, I mean, anywhere from like Hawaii to, you know, like I've been to New York multiple times, California, you know, to the south, to the north, you know, like, I mean. And you've gotten. Wherever dead people are. (laughs) And you've gotten wherever cool dead people are. Right. And you've gotten some phenomenal rubbings from some of these people, too. Like, who do you have? Some larger-than-life people. I mean, like, some of the, I mean. Some of the most influential people for me is, you know, like for, like Harry Houdini, um, Samuel Adams, I mean, Paul Revere, I mean, King Kamehameha used to be the ruler of Hawaii. I mean, like... Do you pe- have uh, do you have Al Capone? I absolutely have Al Capone. He actually has <laughs> nice. two headstones. Uh, one uh, One's called the Sintotaf, where the... Uh, there, there's a headstone, but no body. But then he was actually moved um, because of vandalism in the 50, 40s or 50s. Okay. I don't know the dates. But, um, yeah, he's in West Chicago now okay. with his, the rest of his family. Yeah. Hmm. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. And along the way, I mean, you learn about and doing research about these people. And, 
it, what I love about it most is that, like, this is the closest I'll ever come to these larger-than-life people that I've right. read in books. Right. And along the way, I collect stories, you know, that are related to these people. You know, and you have great stories. Right. You have oh, a lot yeah. of really, really good it's, stories. It, you have a um, you have a Johnny Cash that um, I do. that uh, a friend of ours has that I love. Uh, Tell me about that one. Getting that one. Well, that 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 she that, might listen to this, so you know, yeah, it'd be nice yeah, for him yeah. to hear the story. Yeah, that, that that Johnny Cash that I painted, um, it's a beautiful painting. I love doing it, and every time I do a painting, you know, like I'll listen to Johnny Cash. I'll watch Johnny Cash uh, documentaries. I'll watch Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix. Right. You know, like why I'm painting it. So right. You kind of get immersed. You immerse yourself in it, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's all I do for weeks. You know, when I when I paint these paintings, but uh, this headstone rubbing, uh, it it was. I mean, the rubbing was very special to me because uh, it was actually the first time I pursued this business. Um, Like I said, I got the the Jimi Hendrix, you know, and and I got the idea. But then when I was like, yes, I, you know. I could turn this into something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd randomly, I was down in Tennessee, in East Tennessee, with my father visiting some family, and I told him about the idea. And uh, he's like, "Is anyone in this area?" We were in East Tennessee, and so um, I was like, "Well, in West Tennessee, there's Johnny Cash, you know, in which I'm a Johnny Cash fan." He's Let's go get him. Yeah, it was like a three, four hour. Let's put this plan in action. Out of the way trip. But, you know, being the cool dad that he is, he was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go out there. And uh, I was like, sweet. So I got excited and we started heading towards uh, Nashville or Hendersonville, which is just north of Nashville where uh, Jen Cash is buried. Okay. And uh, along that three or three, four hour trip, it was a horrible weather. Like, it was, like, uh, the worst it, it could be. Like, along the way, we were listening to the radio, and there was uh, tornado warnings and, like, right. torrential downpour and, like, the, the, the forces. Wind, the wind, yeah, the white The forces, forces were are against crazy. you. It was. Like, turn back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. it, it's crazy how uh, the whole thing happened. And the closer we got to Nashville, the harder the weather got. Mm-hmm. And but but once we pulled into uh, Hendersonville, the the weather lightened up a bit. We stopped at a gas station because I didn't know exactly where the uh, cemetery was, but I knew what the cemetery was called. And the guy, you know, told us, you know down the road two miles to the left or whatever he said and uh, gave us directions. And in that drive from the gas station to the cemetery, the the weather lightened up. And I remember, like, we just had the the local radio station on. As we pulled into the cemetery, I Walked the Line came on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. It's kind of giving me a goosebump talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of creepy, man. But, but as we pulled into this uh, cemetery, it was becoming dusk. Like, it was becoming dark. And the cemetery was kind of like the road was like a circle. And all the, the gravestones were in the middle. And they were all flat headstones. And uh, my dad and I parked, 
And I had no idea where the headstone was. So we started walking around and in and out, in and out, looking at all the names, you know, Joe Schmo. And, you know, <laughs> they're, they're all important people because they're all people of the world. You right. Know? Yeah. And, um, but since it was a circle, we went one way. If we would have went the other way, Johnny Cash would have been the first one. You'd have found him right yeah. off the bat. Oh. He was the last, last <laughs> literally, like probably twenty feet from the car, and I was like, "Oh my god, like, are you fucking serious? How right did we there. do this? How did this happen?" <laughs> and by that time, it was dark. And there's this little uh, bench that says, "I walk the line." And Johnny Cash is buried there. Right next to him is June Carter, his beautiful wife. And uh, all the grass and headstones were wet. So, uh, I mean, we got the headstones. We laid them out flat on the the back of the car. And we dried them out and drove back to Michigan. And And they were perfect. They were perfect. Because I've seen the one. We drove, yeah, painted some beautiful pictures of Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. And actually, since then, since we've been there, um, they've changed the headstone. They, oh, that's they, right. They, yeah, they made you like have, a monument of. You yeah. have the original. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a beautiful. Yeah. That's collector shit, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's like playing cards. <laughs> you have also collect them all. Yeah, you have all sorts of them. So, you have so many stories to tell. Uh, it's all fascinating stuff, and. Uh, like we weren't, we're not the only people that were interested. You, you had a, you, you had a, a TV show that was yep. looking at doing something with you. Um, they, somebody wanted to write a book about you. Yep. So, Tales of a Grave Rubber. Yeah. Tales of a, I like that. <laughs> R.I.P. Tales of Grave Rubber. So you have a million stories, and so you know this won't, we, this obviously won't be the only time that we'll have you in. We'll have you cool. telling so many of these stories. So. We're going to have you sit in for the rest of the show, if you don't awesome. mind, all right? Yeah. And there you go. Steve-O, yeah. all right? It's fun. Yay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, love it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So, all right. We'll tell you what. Let's, uh, you know, I, I meant to ask you guys. I, I figured I'd wait uh, to ask about it. Uh, instead of asking at the very beginning uh, how Gloria's week was, because you guys are together. Mm. Oh, so how's our <laughs> we week? How was your week? Weeks. <laughs> yeah, Did you have a good yeah. week? How was it? Or weekend, rather. Was it good? Uh, it was good. All right. It was I'm a- great. I'm afraid to tell you what we did this week. Fantastic. Though. What do you mean you're afraid to tell me? We went to the zoo. Oh, yeah. those poor animals. Oh. <laughs> that poor giraffe. I love All it, though. I love it. Poor polar bear. It <laughs> the whole concept of zoo, I'm like, man, you know, but I, I, I love looking at them close. I mean, I can't. Well, I'll, I look at it this way. When I was a kid, I Lion. always felt sad. Like, I didn't really care for the zoo. Like, I felt sad as a kid for these animals right, locked up man. in cages. They are the but poor. being an adult now and looking at it in a different perspective, like, I look at it as they're preserving the wildlife. I mean... Because people are literally hunting these animals, lions, tigers, elephants, mm-hmm. rhinos. I mean, everything. I mean, it's our and own fault. It's our own fault in, in one perspective, but at the same time, like... Ultimately, yeah. Ultimately, it's, we're preserving yeah. these animals. Right. Fuck you. 
<laughs> yes, preserve the animals. Your animal noises. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you'll see at the and zoo. And there's animals that are animals like diseased that are in and, captivity. you know, like uh, What is that, a horse? A fucking horse. They have horses at the zoo, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> they actually do. Yeah, well, actually, you want to know what? Uh, I went to China a uh, long time ago and went to the zoo and there was German shepherds in cages. Like, oh my god, look at the German shepherd. Really? Yeah, there was dogs in cages. And yeah, (laughs) German shepherds. And we're like, wow. At their zoo? At their zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had like a little like like a circus thing where like bears walked on balls and uh, lions jumped through rings of fire. And then they also had German shepherds jumping through rings of they fire. They had a whole show. Really? It was amazing. They don't do Shit. that at the zoo here. It was, I mean, it well, was very China's, entertaining. China's if you ever big. To, if you ever go to China, the whole place is very entertaining because yeah. it's nothing like here. There's yeah. so many more people it's there. Fun. It's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> well, this lie. weekend, I, <laughs> I, uh, it was actually kind of a big weekend. We, uh, there was that big fight, man. There was that uh, Mayweather right, Pacquiao right. fight. We got that shit here. Um, yeah, that was a good fight. Hundred bones, man. Fucking expensive shit. I get a couple people over to fucking chip in on it. It's really not that painful though. But yeah, we did up the brisket. <laughs> Love the brisket. song, man. Yeah, we got that fight music going on. I love me some brisket. <laughs> Smoked up a brisket for everybody. I love me some rocket. Did a turkey yeah. breast, man. Oh, man, it was fight rocket night, man. It was fucking fight night up in this BH, man. We it was being crazy. that night. We didn't come out. He worked May- all day. Yeah, I had yeah. baby all day. Mayweather one, right? Correct. Crazy. Yeah, okay. Correct. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was typical... Um, typical Mayweather fashion. That's how he wins. Yeah. He, he, he wins the same way... He, everyone bitches about him the way he fights. Like he, they they say we, that his fights are boring and and he doesn't. Uh, he he just runs. He's so defensive is his thing. Like he, he loves to be defensive. It was a uni, uni, um, unanimous fu- yes, uh, decision. Correct. You. Yeah. Spit it out, Steve. All of his fights. <laughs> all of his fights are. Yeah, um, right. 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 They're, they they usually are are, are usually through uh, a, a unanimous de- decision. He. Did he whoop him? I mean, no. Like, that's the, he doesn't normally whoop guys. Like he'll throw. The same amount of punches as them, but he will land a significant amount okay. of them yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. All right, and it's because he's, you know, bobbing and weaving and playing defense and shit. So it's and so a that's kind of how he's, a, he's probably the, the he's probably the best it boxer. But that's what the new age boxer is. They're kind oh. of boring looking, you know. <laughs> They're not you knocking know? people out. Is well, what you're saying? No, man, that's not cool, but it kind of sucks. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I want to see Muhammad Ali knock yeah. out Sonny Liston yeah, right. in one round. Yeah, like back you know? in the day, yeah, yeah you would Just see uh, Joe Frazier and Muhammad <laughs> Ali would go Just for 15 rounds. Go to toe to and they did they did that shit three times. Yeah. I don't think anybody was disappointed. You're right. Every right, single right, time, right. you know what I'm saying? Real and so, vanilla. Yeah. yeah like so nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Just boxing is just different now. Oh, you know. Wow. So, right, but well, you know, it was it was a well, wonderful, good for wonderful time. Yeah. That's nice. We got the fight. Had some people over. Barbecue good for him. I'm all sure that his family's shit, proud. So. All right. So that was the fight. That was the week. And cool. so. 
Uh, what can we do now? Tell you what, let's do this. How about Van Halen? I want to talk about this real quick, just because it it, it coincides with when whenever a, a band remasters their shit, all right? Let's see if we can tell the difference. Van Halen remastered some of their older material, okay? Chris is an old soul. I am. <laughs> or an 80s soul. Let's He's go. Been old, <laughs> right. Easily. And, and, and I feel like uh, I, I need to, th- this is stuff that needs to be investigated. You like, is what? it worth it? You did remind me of Hot for Teacher and the drums and that actually are. Oh, they're they are fucking pretty bad really ass. good when you they're played it earlier. All like, right, oh, let's yeah. do this one yeah. first. Then Anyways, tell you what. All right, we'll tell you what. Hot for teacher. This is the original version right here. Okay, right. let's let's listen to this one. So we've got the, uh, the 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 first part of the the drums there, and then let's play the remastered one. All right. And at this point, I really can't tell much of a difference. So let's stop it there. Let's keep playing the original again. Progress it a little bit. Drums are awesome in this one, so. All right, so Eddie kind of comes in screaming in the original. Right, right. Like we all remembered. Let's go with the remastered, see how it happens here. It does sound a little cleaned up. Honestly, I can tell the difference. I can. What are you hearing? It just sounds clear. Like you hear like a buzzing kind of in the in the original version. You hear like a buzzing in the background. Like a high end. Like in the remastered, it's yeah, yeah, like a humming kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let here. This is the original. A little more of it. And the remaster. It almost sounds like the guitar is a bit muffled uh, a little bit. Down a little yeah, bit. like yeah. they turned them right, down right, a little bit, right. you know. So at least for this song. So um yeah, all right. Well, I so, don't know if anyone knew this, but Scav D can play the hell out of the drums, <laughs> and he can play the shit out of this song. I am trying. I'm trying. <laughs> that's another thing that I do was, it. That's you another thing it. that I was trying don't to work let him on. Fool you. I was trying to work on some drums this week, man, with them damn Two That's bass what he drums, did man. this week. He was working for the half of the teacher. The two drums, man. The two <laughs> bass drums, man. It's it's the only thing comparable to it, uh, I would say, is that maybe a, a a track sprint is playing that shit. So, you anyways, got an A plus. Neither here nor you. there. <laughs> neither here nor there. You know. All right. How about Panama? Let's do this. Uh, okay. We'll do the last one real quick. Let's do this one. See if we can see some differences uh, in this one. The original. Alright, so there's the opening of the original. How about the remaster? Yeah. 
You hear anything different? Almost less. I don't. I don't. I don't. Like it's like it's quiet. Yeah. Not as loud. I, I. It sounds like they took some of the reverb off of the uh, the guitar in uh, the remastered version. So let's yeah. let's go into the what were you gonna say, son? No, I was just. I think I, I feel like I can. It sounds clearer to me. It just it sounds so clearer. okay. So it's working for you. Yeah. They cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah. Is what you're hearing. Let's continue on with the original. So there's the original. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the remaster. Yeah, maybe they did clean it up a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I think the baseline, maybe it might, yeah. the, the baseline might be a bit more uh, defined in the remastered version. So maybe they do. It's yeah, it's a little clean. Maybe up. they do fix these things a little bit. I don't but know we, if I need to go out and buy the, yeah, you know, right. the remastered and version. And we're listening but, to it in right. headphones. Right. You know, if, yeah. yeah. I mean, if someone's listening on their car radio, yeah, they right. may not right. feel. Right. Know, they may not feel it, but yeah. Well, this is the the panel that you want <laughs> to, <laughs> to observe something. Keep your original. We album need the headphones. If you own. That All album. right. So I think that myth. <laughs> I don't think we busted that myth. I don't know. <laughs> I think like, they, I think the uh, the remasters maybe sound like, they sound 19, okay. Nineteen eighty four is that the the name of the yeah album? yeah 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 okay cool yeah. cool all right yeah that was one of the albums that got that got a remaster cool. so all right so yeah there you go remastered Van Halen we made it through that so all right so that was that was their music all right well how about let's um. Let's play some of our music tonight. Just like music. Oh yeah. We gon' play that music for your stankin' ass tonight. <laughs> Sorry. Alright. Well, you know what? The guest always goes first and gets first dibs at the Ooh. first crack at the song selection. What do you got, Steve O? I'm so excited to play oh, this song. Okay, okay. Because you guys haven't played it uh, on this podcast yet. No. And uh it seems fitting, but one of my favorite bands, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And fucking rage. For you listeners, I mean there's not much that needs to be said about this band. Uh, they're awesome. They're innovating. Um, they kind of created the rap metal genre. Mm-hmm. And yep. uh, the song that I picked was, is called Freedom. Okay. And instead of yes. talking about the band, I thought I would talk about the song. Cool. And uh, the, the, um, the meaning about the song Freedom is about a man called uh, Leonard Peltier. And he's an American Indian. He is part of the American Indian movement. And uh, he went to jail back in the uh, 1970s uh, over uh, some uh, a conflict uh, with two FBI agents 
went on to the Indian reservations and there was a gun battle and the two FBI agents passed away along with a, uh, an American Indian. So three, three people passed in okay. the, uh, the gunfight and you'll in this, uh, if you want to learn more in Leonard Peltier was, um, accused for the whole thing and he's still in jail today and still alive and but he was accused of all of this and there's a lot of conspiracy theories and a lot of conflict that he was innocent for his involvement and uh this song is about that all right this is rage against the machine speaking out on behalf of that freedom rage against the machine fake ass radio show scav and glow and steve-o
on the level of our unconsciousness. For example, what does the billboard say? Come and play, come and play. Forget about the movement. That shit is awesome. No, solid tune. Solid selection. Yeah, Steve O. Thank you for that one. Yeah. Well, tell you what, let's go into. You brought a game, our first Mm -hmm. game that we've ever played, all right? And it is called Who Died in Here? Who Died in Here? <laughs> it's stinky. <laughs> All right, get it, Reaper. Yeah, he yeah. died in here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this game is a um, a question for our two hosts. I am going to say a person of significance, mm-hmm. and they're going to try to guess if they were buried or cremated. How old they were when they died, and who they were. Okay, buried or cremated, 
how old they were and and who they were as uh, what what was their what was their profession? Yes. So how were they famous? What was their significance? All right. Okay. All right. All right we're gonna Sounds give this good. a try. And Let's see go. What happens? Let's do this. All right. First one. We have a lady. Her name is Brittany Murphy. Oh, I got this right. Oh. Here. All, right. All right. Okay. Come go. On. Brittany Murphy. She was in Clueless, an actress. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will agree with that. I know that's correct. Anything else? Anything else? All right. She was in multiple things. How old was she? How old was she? How old was uh, she? She was in her 30s, 33, I want to say. Okay. Uh, Chris? Oh, I think she was. Uh, that may be it. I, I think she not. was 30. Uh, you said she was 32? 33. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I agree with you. I think she's 33 as well. 33? And I think she's buried. I think they buried her. All right, what do you think? I think she was buried, too. All right, all 33 right. and buried. You guys are damn close. She oh. died at 32. Oh, I almost said 32, damn it. Oh, yeah. shit. But she is buried. Yep. All right. She is in Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we got that so one right. Sad. Nice. I'm going it is sad. to the next Quite person. Very sad. Uh, yes, very sad. Yep. She did a great job. Is that people it. laughing? Uh-huh. Oh. That's oh. <laughs> sad. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. She was in 8 Mile as well, wasn't oh. she? Yep, yeah, correct. Yeah, a little local. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boing! She was the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the baby's Where mama. Eminem, yeah, Eminem <laughs> got to, uh, poker. Yup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where's the boner? Oh, yeah, it's there, it's there, it's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one, uh-huh. I'm going to kick it way back. It may be a little tough. Okay. Napoleon Bonaparte's. Oh. Napoleon Okay. Bonaparte's. Well, he... Who was he? He, he, uh, he was... Gloria? The... Who is Napoleon Bonaparte's? Why are you asking me? I don't know. <laughs> Chris just chimed you, in. You, 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 you I almost had a I, blank I look on your face. I'm pretty so sure right. he was. Uh, All right, go. go. He was. Uh, he he was uh, the leader of France oh, at one point. Yes. Okay. Good. And he was yeah. killed. I think he was killed in battle. Yes. All right, and he was. Uh, where? Uh, I don't know was where he buried. He. I'm gonna say he's probably buried somewhere. Okay. And I'm. I think he was in How his late 30s he when he died. I'm gonna say 38. Okay. All right. Napoleon Bonaparte's. So it was Napoleon. Yeah. 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 How um, old do you think he was when he passed? I think he was 33. I'm gonna go 33 again. 33. Why did I yep. say 38? And he was buried. He was buried, and he's yes. buried in Paris. Right. And uh, but he made it to the ripe age of fifty-one. Oh, we were both wrong. Uh, fifty-one. What did you 51. say? I say late thirties. Oh, so we're both wrong. Um, you got la- one more. Yep. We'll last do one more. One, last one. Last one. <laughs> last person. Um, I'm. He's close to my heart. We named our son after him. Mr. John Lennon. Oh, Jesus. Come on. All right. Well, I know. I mean, he was part of the Lennon. Yeah. He's a musician. Of, yep. Yep. All right. He, musician. he was assassinated. Yep. He yep. is. You got it. I'm, uh, he seems like the, the type of guy to be cremated. And he was. Oh, uh, man. 
How old was he? How old was he? He's not he was in his forties. He's not part of the twenty. I'm going to say crew. he was because he died in 1980. Oh God, I know it. I know it. Uh, I'm going to say he was forty. I'm going to say he's forty. All right, Gloria. He hit forty. He died in '81. Okay. It was 81. I was born in 82. He died a year before I was Whoa. born. I was born in... Uh, <laughs> is that right? 81? John Lund. Well, I, didn't, I know it's right. How old was he, though? God, I don't know if I can get this right. I think right. he was 40. I think How he was old like was he? 30. Uh, he was in his 30s. He was in his 30s. Was he 30? 30. Fuck, what was it? I'm going to say 31. And um, was he cremated or was he buried? I'm going to say buried. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was cremated. He was cremated. Yeah, I got that right. Yeah. Yeah. His ashes were spread across strawberry fields in central parts of New York. And I'm sorry, he was 40. Yeah. I am the winner of this game. He did, yeah, he died Hell December eighth, nineteen four or nineteen eighty. I'm sorry. So yeah. a little shortly. Yeah. See, nineteen eighty. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the just shortly before I was born. The I was, same month that I was born. I was one. Oh man, I was there. Man, <laughs> so there you go. That was a good game. I yeah. like that game, all right? Cool. Who died yeah. in here? Yeah. Who died up in here? Our first game. This thing. <laughs> I can't believe how horrible I did. <laughs> I love the game because only because I want it. All right, we'll tell you what. How about some more music? Oh, God. Gloria, you got a song? Oh. Yeah, I do. It's uh, Banquet by Black Party. Okay. They're a British indie band that was formed in 1999. And uh, all right, this is off their album Silent Alarm, their debut album, their debut album. Okay, Banquet Black Party, fake ass radio show with Scav and Glow and Steve O tonight.
ear, 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 ear. What the fuck was that at the end? Oh my God. <laughs> that was weird. All right. No, it was weird when you did it. Block party. <laughs> banquet. <laughs> We're having a banquet party. It's a good song. song. It's a good yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Catchy, up tempo. When that song came out, I used to dance around in my living room by myself. When did that come Bouncing out? around. When did their debut album come out? 2006, 2005. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Dave Chappelle had a block party. That was pretty funny. That's right. I actually own that. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We do. Oh. Yeah. We, yeah, we do now. It's like the only people that bought it. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, well, I probably tell you what. got it for free anyway. Right. Dave Chappelle's awesome. <laughs> Let's. Uh, what can we go into now? You know what, Gloria? You mentioned you wanted to do this, and uh, we did kind of remember. We are going tribute. to pay tribute to MCA tonight. Mm. Oh, I'm so glad uh, I'm here for this. that legendary know, group, the Beastie too. Boys. Yes. I, I looked yesterday, and I noticed it was uh, it was May fourth. May the and fourth be with was, you. Correct. Yeah. And it was what that was three years, three years. since three years he had passed away. So. Um, I, uh, much like Rage Against the Machine, he needs no introduction uh, on who he is. Yeah, 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 awesome. and this one. Right? Nice. Yeah. I like the it. Beastie Boys bad boy. Alright. I feel like if um if Ad Rock was sort of the the, the 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 crazy you know uh out there in your face cat and then Mike D was probably the, the kind of artistic sort of uh strange quiet one, I don't know. Uh, he it's sort of the oddball MCA would have been the bad boy, I think. And yeah. the backbone. Right? I mean, he was... Backbone, yeah, anchor. He was solid. Yeah. All right. He had, uh... He, he could talk shit with the best of them in some of his rhymes. So again, He's he could sassy. talk shit. Uh, also, uh, like he displayed in this song, which some believe is a uh, a jab at MC Search. Jackson. 
You know, it'd be, it's almost like an oxymoron, but he's like raspy smooth. Right. It would be a good depiction of him, you know, he's got that ras, which we were talking earlier, like he passed of throat cancer, you know, like, I don't, I hope it had nothing to do with it, but. (laughs) With bad women? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Maybe you should elaborate on what you're talking about, you guys. you know. I think yeah, there's been uh, some throat cancer uh, <laughs> has been linked to um, to bad women and and perhaps um, yeah just bad women and perhaps perhaps but I, no I like to think that no he didn't but he was a sensitive man too yeah. as he shows in this song here. <laughs> Well, maybe he did offer his uh, his love and respect <laughs> up maybe, in the end. <laughs> maybe that's why he got that uh, that throat cancer. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is a MCA hell of a tribute awesome. right here. <laughs> <laughs> and I almost I no, he was awesome. He was the man. And again, Heather's cousin. Heather's. And, and, and mm-hmm. I was actually talking to her uh, this evening about it, and she was. Uh, she says she was very. He, MCA was a uh, a small guy, like a very not tiny person, but I mean he he was kind of short. Right. And I remember seeing him at Joe Lewis, and he was playing the bass, and he was rocking out. Right. On it. I had horrible seats, and I was kind of drunk. But uh, I, I one thing I remember about the concert, which they rocked out, but I was like, I remember uh, MCA. I was like, wow. That is a huge bass. Is that a Rickenbacker? Like huge. <laughs> yeah. like, and, but it all made sense tonight when Heather was like, "Yeah, he was a small guy. Okay. You know, yeah. he was a regular bass, but he was just a small guy." <laughs> right, right. right. And I love that. that right. I love you know hearing that because um, right. it makes them more real and it makes it a little bit right. more personal. And right, it makes like, sense. And, it, yeah, and right. it makes it makes sense, and it makes me feel like I'm a little bit closer to MCA. There you go. Yeah, I love there him that go. much cool. more. Adam Yauk, yeah, AKA MCA. Love we that guy. Salute you, buddy. Oh. All right, too R. young, R. too young. Yeah, yes. Sure. All right. Well, tell you what, we got a a couple of uh, questions from the Hot Butter Podcast boys regarding uh, summer activities. Some yeah. of our, uh, some of the things that, some of our favorite childhood memories. And when I say childhood, before we had driver's licenses. And then uh, some of uh, some t- uh, summertime jams, some of the shit we rock in the summer. Right, right. I feel yeah. like I play the same shit all the time. I really don't, I feel like I don't have a particular summer, you know, I, maybe a couple. Uh, summertime to me, though. To me, uh, we, living in Michigan... You freeze your balls off in the winter. You can't yeah. go out. You're you're fucking solid. miserable. It's gray. It's... You don't move. Yeah. So you equate summer with with being active and getting outside and moving. Yes. Which yeah. are, is is how I kind of remember things. Uh, from my, when I was younger, I liked uh, 
I grew up in Sterling Heights. I grew up at 15 Orion, and I had a bicycle. I had a Haro Sport, and I used to roll all over the fucking hood with that thing. And uh, some of my favorite times where I would, you'd wake up uh, in, in in the summer, you you you, you hop on your bike, you go to your one buddy's house, and you. You start there and you pick them up and then the two of you, you go over to your other buddy's house and you get him and then there's three of you and then you move over to your other buddy's house and then there's four, you know, you just keep, you know, it was like a, we had a little bicycle gang in our neighborhood and it was, cool. uh, that was what I remember just rolling around, going to the 7-Eleven and uh, there was a record store across the street from that 7-Eleven where I used to get cassettes uh, and uh, so that's one time that, that, you know, that I, that, that I love, that I remember. And then uh, I moved to Clarkston, and then there's a, there's obviously it's it's there's a lot more land out here. At least back in the day, there was. It seems like everything's getting built up now. But um, we had dirt bikes, so that's when I sort of Terminator twoed out and became John Connor, and I had my dirt bike, <laughs> <laughs> and I could just whip around on my dirt bike in the fucking you know uh, uh, fucking no helmet, just fucking whipping around on the trails and shit, going from. <laughs> You know, because the friends' houses are a bit more spread out yeah, now, so yeah. you kind of needed the dirt bike. Too. So you know, I feel yeah. like uh, just just tooling around on, on bikes was what I kind of remember. You know, before I had the uh, before I had the license. You know, it, that was how I, my freedom, uh, for uh, for lack of a better term, because uh, we played the freedom song earlier. <laughs> um, so, and summer movies. Yeah. You know, every summer, badass movies. So, yeah. what about you guys? Childhood, summer memories. Oh, um, I would have to say one of my fonder memories is probably Betty's Lake. I mean, that's what we used to call it. I, I used to call it Betty's Lake as a kid, but it's Park Lake in downtown Clarkson. And, uh, oh, a little, <laughs> a little fresh prince, Jazzy Jeff. Seems appropriate <laughs> for the, uh, Time period. I probably could have started it for my <laughs> my little summer soliloquy, but this song definitely reminds me of summertime. We'll rock it for glow. Oh, thanks. Lake but, Betty. Uh, yeah, Betty's Lake, uh, Park Lake, downtown Clarkson. Um, my the rope swing. Yeah. Yeah. Is well, that the the neighbor? The they were the neighbors. Yeah, yeah they were yeah, the neighbors yeah, right yeah, next door. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom's boyfriend at the time, from the time I was like five to like sixteen. Uh, John, his aunt, lived on Park Lake, and she was an older, older lady, and we used to go over there every summer, and that's kind of where he taught me how to swim, how to dive. There used to be giant posts that we used to dive off of, and literally, it wasn't a lake that you could walk into. It was like you'd walk in, and you were like 40 feet deep, like, off the go. (laughs) Yeah, it was like you had to know how to swim, so uh, we used to go there every summer. I used to take my friends, and uh, it was just... It was a good time. And yeah, the neighbors next door, they had a giant rope swing that would swing out into the lake, which, which was pretty cool. was kind of funny. I mean, like, Gloria and I grew up in the same town, but mm-hmm. we didn't meet each other until, like, three, four years ago. And But you I, were doing the same shit. I remember that three, rope four swing. Years ago, more like five years okay, ago. Okay, five years ago. Yeah. Oh, Whatever man, you in the doghouse now, buddy. <laughs> Wrong answer, buddy. Wrong. Whatever the. No, it's was. fine. But, but yeah. when we were kids, yeah, we had no idea who we, you know, each other was. But we rem- remember that rope swing in downtown Clarkston and yeah. Park Lake. Yeah. I remember that. That was before yeah. my time. Yeah, for my yeah. time, and there's Clarkson. other experiences and people that we know, right? You know, but we don't know them together, and 
we were in Hawaii at the same time, yeah, which we didn't it's interesting. know. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. We've been yeah. kind of... Her old boyfriends I used to know and he used to hang out with before. Some of them were arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We won't name names. Oh, no. Lord, <laughs> arch nemesis. We have nemesis. all sorts of stories. All kinds of stories. It's weird. We, yeah, we've it's crossed paths for years, but uh, <laughs> never met until uh, oh, a couple man. years ago. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. It's funny. Yeah. What about, um, um, let's talk summer music. Uh, do you have any, yes. uh, do you have any, like, summer music that you listen to, Steve-O? I do. I have one that, uh, comes to mind. I know it's not from, like, way back childhood, but it's from college days and my, uh, uh, my buddy Caleb from New Mexico who actually passed away surfing. He drowned, and we named our son. Um, his middle name is Caleb. We named it after him, and uh, he loved this song. And this is the jam right here. Yeah, yeah, Dillinger? Yeah. Yep, called Cocaine. This is what you We're remember. Her, but <laughs> <laughs> cocaine. He loved this song. This is the summer jam for you. It's a solid jam, yeah. This shit is funky. Yeah, it's from the late, I think, late 70s. Dude, it's funky as hell. I love this shit. Wait till yeah. hook. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of just talking. Clearly he's just yeah. rapping. <laughs> <laughs> Run around my brain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We don't promote drug use here, but yeah. I do like this song. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's cool. Song. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine by Dillinger. Dillinger. It's a solid song. Cocaine in my yeah. brain. It's cool. Is like what it, it says here. <laughs> Glow, do you have any summer shit that you like? What about Sublime? Summertime. Doing time? Oh, solid yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. That is a good song. I have that. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a good jam. This is a good tune. Oh. Yeah, this song definitely qualifies for uh, yeah. summertime music. Yeah. Faux show. Yeah, this shit'll this shit'll work. kicks in there yeah solid I, I you know I don't really have a specific uh, summer music no? no no not really um I mean there's so many that come to mind like classic yeah. rock yeah classic one? rock any yeah. kind of there's a song that kind of that, that 311 they put out an album a few years ago I can't even remember the name of the album they did a song called Sunset in July that I really liked that um this song kind of reminds oh. me of it. It, 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 it. This is their newer shit, too. But uh, I don't know. This song came out, and somehow this was the one that kind of resonated for me. Oh. Um, oh. I do find myself jamming out to this a bit in the summer, actually. So, yeah. Hold on. Well, I can 
show you how it is done. There's no competitors. Time to say goodbye to the sun. It takes a better turn. Wake up. It's not your typical. Like typical 311. Right, yeah. <laughs> Do you really know that? I will Again, wait for it. I like the hook. I'm just on your momentum. Rock out, man. Pick up your own suppression. I'd like to see you have a fun in the setting sun. Sunset in July. Rock is by my side. Time is flying by. Watching you dancing. Alright, yeah. Very happy. Catchy. Did you know the bass player used to work at Pinam? Of 311? Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't fucking know that. Very short. Peanut. Yeah. yeah. No shit. I had a a high school friend who banged him. (laughs) Oh, all right. Fuck yeah. And at the time, I was like, oh, God, hey, what? And then he became 311, and I was like, wow, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I saw 311 at Pine Knob. I won't mention any names. They were the loudest band I think I've ever seen. How awesome for that guy. He used to work there. Right. And And now he plays there. Yeah. 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 I'm going to sell this fucker out now. There you go, 311. Well, actually, it's kind of like Jack White. He uh, he played at the what was it, the oh, Fox the- Theater, and he actually used to work next door to it, doing um, like upholstery and shit. And he said he'd only play there once, and he did it. And oh, he was kind of recently. Like, it wasn't that long ago, was uh, it? Like a, maybe it was last year or the year yeah, before, right, or something right, like right, that. Right, right, right. He yeah, played right. the show, and he actually like midway into it, fucking just like got off stage and like was just gone for like half an hour and everyone's like what the fuck and he was pissed because you know the fox theater there's seats and he's like in the beginning of the show i guess the manager came out there and was like i want to you know everyone stand up you know and like have a good time you know no cell phones don't take pictures just stand up have a good time and people weren't like as thrilled as he was hoping they would be you know and like having a good time and like so he like left the stage, and three minutes later he came back. He's like, "This isn't Gone with the Wind. This isn't the 1930s. Let's have a fucking good time." Then he ended up jamming out, and like he had a really yeah. Cool. Jack, but Knight. he was like, "I'm only gonna do it once. I'm only uh. gonna play the Fox Theater once because he grew up, you know, working next door to it, and then." Well, and, and his mom used to be used to work at the Masonic Temple. It, when he was growing oh, up, did she? and yep, and he would always go to the Masonic Temple to work with mom, you know. And I think that's when my stepsister shows. got married. Oh, the Masonic yeah. Temple, well, beautiful he, building. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he paid the taxes yeah. to uh, keep now, it up and running, and now it's the Jack White Theater. I don't know if that's accurate, yeah. but uh, like they named it after him. Right, but right. That, I mean that that building has like a pool and like, there's all I sorts mean, of shit. Oh yeah, we got a tour of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, crazy it's huge crazy. building. So. so Jack White is awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's press on. Let's do the third song, third yeah. and final song of the evening tonight. Yeah. Cypress yeah, Hill. Song. All right, this is off their third album uh, entitled Three. Um, Temple of Boom. All right, this was a darker album for them. And uh, there was also a bunch of shit going on with this album. They uh, they had a, a little bit of beef. Uh, there's a beef track on this album. There's uh, there's some good guest appearances. Uh, there's some Wu-Tang guest appearances. Uh, but going back to the, their, their beef, they had some shit with Ice Cube. Uh, they came up during, uh, during this album. Uh, supposedly, they said Ice Cube stole their some of their material 
All right, now this is the uh, what I'm gonna play for you now. Uh, this isn't my song, but this is what Cypress Hill believes was stolen from. This is their hook. All right. Okay, so that song's featured on uh, also on the. Uh, Temple of Boom. This is the Ice Cube song that supposedly was uh, stolen hmm. from uh, from Cypress Hill. Here we go. A little bit. I mean. I don't know. Throw your set in the air. Throw your neighborhood in the air. It's close. Ice Cube's the shit, right? Ice Cube <laughs> is the shit, and so is. I don't think it's yeah, enough there to really, uh, to, to really, too, yeah. I don't think it's enough to to really start yeah. beef off of to start, you know. And 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 this was big beef. I know that uh, Cypress Hill lashed out, and then West Side Connection, mm. which was Ice Cube's group, lashed out. So you guys be the judge. That was the that's that's Cypress Hill Ice Cube beef right there. The song I'm gonna play tonight. Uh, again, it's called Make a Move, all right? Fake-ass radio show, scav and glow. Shooter, 38 still shooting real straight, looking for the bus stop. 
ass radio show, Scav and Glow, Cypress Hill. Nice. Yeah. Not a, a bad song. That's a good tune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, darker. I have fond memories of Cypress Hill. I think a lot of us do. Yeah. I was riding my bike around in Sterling Heights, my bicycle, bumping the the first Cypress Hill album for sure. Can I actually tell a quick story? Go. I saw him at Pine Knob Mm -hmm. and the members of Cypress Hill went up onto the hill uh, in hoodies and uh, me and my buddies were hanging out. We were just ready to smoke and... um, (laughs) These guys came up. Yeah, I mean, there were a bunch of big black dudes, and there was security with them and everything. And uh, they're like, "Hey, what do you got, man? What do you got?" And uh, we we offered them to smoke with us. And, right. Uh, we had no idea who they were, but uh, one of the guys in the uh, the hoodies was be real. It ended up. It ended up being him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. no shit. Oh, that's so hilarious. we smoked with be real. And, Fuck uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they event and no one really even noticed them because they're kind of covered and right. then they went out and rocked the show and then they um afterwards they were signing autographs and stuff like that so we waited in line and they gave me a big huge poster and everyone in the band signed it fuck to, yeah to Steve-O and yeah. promo That's swag it was awesome they're like hey thanks for the hookup hell yeah, yeah. So, you uh, have so many crazy stories like that yeah. it's ridiculous it's, it's crazy and they're all random yeah. we will have you back <laughs> and you will tell more of them right. cool, cool we thank you again for coming out oh, yeah it was awesome I love you Steve Zerwitz yeah. Yeah, yeah good times yeah what's your uh, what's your site again well, it's on Facebook, uh, Resurrected in Paint. Okay. Um, you can check out a lot of uh, what I'm doing. You know, I, I, I don't only, uh, not only the uh, the gravestones, I do other things, so you can check it out there. And, All right. Yeah. There you go. And again, you're coming back in. Cool. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. And then the the people at home don't even know how fucking difficult it's <laughs> been to get, to capture this episode. Um. It's been ridiculous. If only you all (laughs) knew. But we got it. All right. The shit is in the can. All right. And so are we. (laughs) All right. This is like take 10. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's close enough. All right. Day three. Yeah. It's close enough. All right. (laughs) So, anyways, uh, fake ass radio show. You can find us on SoundCloud. We're on Facebook backslash the fake ass radio show. All one word. Follow the shit out of us on Twitter. All right. At fake ass radio. Okay. And with that, I've been scav. I've been glow. Steve-o. And Steve-o's here. <laughs> fake ass radio show. Have a good night. Or a good morning. Whenever you're listening. We're glad that you are listening. Thank you very, very much. Peace. Good day. podcast that usually results in a moderately humorous take on the world in which we live. 
You can expect the occasional rant, hockey talk, dad life, self-deprecation, our favorite song of the week, and plenty of randomness. So grab a beer or wine spritzer and check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Twitter, and Facebook, or on the World Wide Web at hotbutterpodcast.com.